Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. Today, uh, you have Christina and Abby coming to you today with the episode eight analysis for The Bachelorette and the episode eight analysis um, for F-Boy Island. Unfortunately, um, Michelle will not be with us today. Um, she's just getting back into the swing of things with work after having her baby. Um, so she will be joining us for our next episode that we will be recording soon. But for this one, um, it'll be just me and Abby talking to you today. You're so. stuck with us. Yes, you're stuck with us. So, um, but I'm actually kind of excited for it because this is the first one that me and you have done on our own. Oh, yeah, because you and Michelle have done a couple one or two on your own. And then we've done some when Michelle was out having the baby with some guest hosts. So, yeah, this is the first time it's just me and you. Yeah, so this should be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, So this episode of The Bachelorette is like stupid, though. So it kind of sucks that it's this episode, but that's because it's the mental all um as i said last week i'm not the hugest fan of the men tell all um i think it's stupid they all already well not all but a lot of them have already filmed bachelor in paradise um before they filmed this and i just think that the drama is kind of fake and stupid and it's not my favorite episode but we'll go ahead and we'll talk about it anyway but first before we get to the men tell all um we had our last hometown date do you want to talk okay. a little bit about that? Yeah. So Rachel and I still can't pronounce his name. Avon. Avon. Yeah. Okay. With like so like with a two eight Avon. Okay. Yeah, like even with an A. Avon. Okay. Because I yeah I always spell it A V O N so I'm not yeah. Okay, so they're meeting in his hometown, which is Salem, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. um, and she starts it off with talking about her experience with Tino's family and with sending Tyler home, which I thought was interesting. Cause like you told us last week that Avon's date was actually before Tyler's. Was it before Tino's as it well? Was the first date. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, they totally edited it. Like, like it was so dubbed over and Frank invited like the whole beginning intro was, it was crazy. She was talking about the whole thing. Like, she had just seen Tino. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and she is, she's nervous. Not because of the reason you think, not because she had just met Tino's family and they, they weren't a big fan of this process or her, but um, because Avon had told her before that his parents had not liked his past two girlfriends and something else it kind of interesting like they had one parent had met one and his other parent had met the other one so they never met them both was my understanding and so this was their just at the same time oh just simultaneously okay like together yeah I think this was like the first like I think the impression that I got was that um like the mom and the dad are not like on speaking terms and so nobody had ever met them at the same time before this was the first time that the three of them will all be together in one room since I think he said his graduation yeah he did say that so it would be like 
the first time that like a girl was involved with the three of them as a as, as like a family unit. But I was wondering because they each they he was talking about two past girlfriends, so I wonder if his, if his mom and dad met both of them at different times, or if just his mom met the first one and just his dad met the met the second one. I don't know. I just thought it was all interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. This is his first time um, meeting a girl together. Um, so they start off the day, they go to this little like witch shop and she casts a love spell on them. And she tells Avon to not hold back. And Rachel talks about how he's, he's kind of been the last one to really let her know how he's feeling and then she wants Rachel to not be so nervous and just trust the process. And when they're done with the love spell, the table just randomly falls over. Yeah. Which, and she I like asks them for bad omen. Yeah. So, because I like rewinded it. I'm like, did someone touch it? But I didn't. It, yeah. It's a bad. Um, but they go and meet his parents at a restaurant. Which I thought was interesting because they usually meet at someone's home. So maybe they were just more comfortable meeting there instead of one of the parents like going into one another's house. I don't know. But I don't remember that ever happening before in the seasons I've watched. But Mm -hmm. um, Avon said like a lot of the parents have questions, the reality of the process and if they're going to be able to carry this over into like the real world. Um, But so she sat with him, talked with him, talked with Avon's mom. The conversations went really well. Um, they both seemed to like her. She answered. I thought she answered all their questions with great answers and truthful answers. And then at the end, um, Avon finally tells her that he is falling in love with her. She does not reciprocate that statement but she does say that she's so excited that he said that in a confessional like not to him she says that she feels like she's falling in love with him oh okay i missed that um so yeah so then after their date um we go straight into the mentel like literally straight into the mentel and there is no rose ceremony that's shown. But if you go to abc.com, Jesse Palmer tells us that you can find the rose ceremony there, which I think is kind of hilarious. Um, but yeah, so everybody gets a rose. Um, none of the other men besides Tyler, who was already eliminated, got sent home at the rose ceremony. Um, so then on the men, men tell all, we see, um, most of the guys there, but noticeably, noticeably missing are Hayden and Chris. Um, they did not come to the men tell all, which I found really disappointing because they both said terrible things to both, to the girls. So, or like about the girls, about like, you know, like, Chris, like, with his premature thoughts about fantasy suites and even what he said about, you know, like, not being interested if um, some 
or if the girl had slept with some of the other men and then of course like Hayden and the stuff he said so um yeah this was so tacky I know both of them were and neither of them were at the mental all and I really wish that like they would have just been a man about the situation and like owned up to it at the mental all but I also wonder if they declined the invitation or if they weren't invited I mean, I have no idea. It made it seem like they just declined the invitation. Um, But also, it kind of makes me wonder, because, like, obviously, like, everybody's talking about them not being there. So maybe they, like, wanted that buzz, too, of, like, I don't know. I mean, mentalers are just so boring. That's, like, the biggest thing that happened. Yeah. I mean, I'll talk more about that later. Okay. Um, okay, so we had three hot seats. We had Logan and, or I'm sorry, two hot seats, which is really un- unusual because, um, according to Reality Steve, Tyler is the first person, um, to be eliminated in the top four and not get a hot seat. Well, yeah, they usually have more hot seats than that. Mm-hmm. So, um... Uh, yeah, so Logan had the first hot seat, and I was just thinking of my MVP and why I picked them, so we'll get to that, but it just made me laugh a little bit. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to, to hear. Okay, so, um, Logan has the first hot seat, and he thinks he should have pulled them aside and talked to them both, um, about wanting to pursue Gabby instead of, you know, he thinks he could do some things differently, but he kind of like owned up to um, some of the wishy-washiness that he had um, by really saying that, um, you know, he he thought that Gabby would probably send him home um, after he had left Rachel. um, But, he was really glad that she gave him that opportunity. So I think that, I don't know. I think he came, came across pretty well. Um, I, I thought so too. I thought he seemed really sincere and really contrite. And mm-hmm. I, I think he met every word that came out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And then we, we find out that of course we will be seeing Logan in paradise which I'm excited for. Um, And then we have Nate in the hot seat. And of course, like, this is heartbreaking. And I listened to Gabby on the Clickbait podcast. And she said that um, seeing Nate was, like, super emotional. And, like, seeing um, those memories back of their their breakup was, like, very emotional for her. Um, I was wondering about that because she seemed to hold it together very well. And I was like, she's not showing enough emotion for me. Yeah. She said that it was really emotional for her. I think she was just like trying to keep it together. But um, so we have Nate like talking about how him being close with his daughter and how she's like the most important thing to him. And then they address like some of the social media rumors Um that I've been going around, which, like, rumors, I don't know. I mean, stuff happened. It's just, I don't think that it's as bad as some people are making it out to be. Um, He says that after his divorce, 
Um, the foundation around his daughter was crumbled, so he didn't want to bring any woman into, uh, or any, her, his daughter into, um, a situation with any woman before he knew that it was stable. Um, he admits that he could have been more communicative and clear about his intentions with his, with his daughter and with their relationships. And, um, when Jesse Palmer asks him and says, you know, that like some people are thinking that maybe your feelings for Gabby like weren't real because of um, some of the stuff that you've done in the past or whatever. And like some of the things that you've said to women, um, he says his emotions for Gabby were real. And I think Nate also comes across looking really well here. I do as well. Uh, I think he was sincere too yeah i think so too i mean and going through a divorce like i've i've never gone through a divorce before but um i have never been married before (laughs) but um i just i just can imagine that you know and i know from you know friends and relatives and, and divorce is not an easy thing and there's always always things that happen that and when it when it's so close to like when you're starting to pursue other people it's just it's just a really tricky situation that I think he got caught up in and you can add kids to the mix like I I went through a divorce that you know it's not fun and I didn't even have any kids involved so I can't imagine how hard it is when kids are involved yeah yeah so I think Nate comes out across looking really good here. I think Logan comes across looking good, really good here. Um, and then we get to see the hot seat for Gabby and Rachel. Um, when Gabby and Rachel take the hot seat, um, we have Jacob talking to them and, and admitting that after watching things back, um, he didn't really have self-awareness and he apologize to Gabby and I think Jacob is another one that came across like I don't think anybody came across like looking terrible besides the people that weren't there I that's exactly what I have in my notes I really think everyone well there was only there there's one guy that I think looked like a jackass um and that was Robbie or Roby or the oh, mat- yeah. whatever uh-huh. his name is uh-huh. um but yeah, Jacob, Nate, um, Logan, I thought were, I mean, I already said it, but I, I, I think they were legitimately sorry. Yeah. And then, yes. And then Rachel, of course, like she addresses Logan and she addresses Tyler. Gabby addresses her goodbye with Nate. So it really just kind of like put closure to all of those, all of those chapters. So... I think Tyler may be the sweetest guy to ever be on this franchise. I know. I know. He's so nice. Like a little, it's like a, it's like a little teddy bear. I don't know. He's yeah. I, he's, he's something, something else. Um, I also listened to a podcast with Tyler. I didn't realize that the, um, carnival game that he and Rachel played on the hometown date, Tyler owns that. Oh, really? That's his business. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can't remember what exactly he said, or but he said something like, some people call us carnies. I prefer boardwalk worker or something like that. It was really funny. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so then we get into the most exciting part of the whole episode. Um, we get into the Paradise preview. We find out that um, Bachelor in Paradise is going to air September 27th. And there are four um, Bachelor Nation people, Bachelor in Paradise contestants that are present at um, this mental all. And that is Andrew. Victoria, Serene, and Genevieve, which I thought was an interesting four to choose. And um, I'll get into that just a little bit later. But I thought that it was really funny that um, Victoria is there because she was not announced as part of the original cast when the cast list was revealed. Is she one? Did she come in or is she one? Yeah. She, she, okay. okay, So, I guess like they spoiled it for us by having Victoria at the men tell all, but she is one of the first people to walk in, but she is not on like officially on the original cast. I think she might even be the first person to walk in. I'm not sure. I know she's one of the first people to walk in. She's there almost the whole time, but on the cast list that like ABC announced, they don't announce anybody that walks in just the original cast officially uh, announced i should say and so i just thought that that was really funny that they had her there and whoops even officially <laughs> oh they messed up last night or monday night too oh i haven't watched yet um they have a preview for bachelor in paradise and they have one of the final four guys who hasn't been eliminated yet in the preview whoops <laughs> oh tell me later yeah so yeah pretty funny pretty funny um so what were your first impressions of paradise what were some of the um highlights for you and then i'll say some of the highlights for me of just paradise or the, yeah. or the episode just paradise <laughs> i don't know it like it went so fast and like my thing is i've missed the past few seasons so i don't i'm not gonna know who a lot of these people are so the four people who were on stage i only knew victoria so okay. It's been a it's been a while since I've watched one where I don't know where the who the people well, are. Well, there are seven people that will be on it from Gabby and Rachel season. So mm -hmm. I mean you'll know them. Maybe um I mean that's no more than we're getting with like the challenge right now. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> I don't know. It looks I mean, I just I love Bachelor in Paradise. It's always messy and yeah and uh, it's just a it, it's a fun watch um so. Okay. so for me like the highlights that I that kind of stood out to me was there was a lot of Shanae and Jacob promo which Shanae was kind of the villain on um Clayton season and okay. it looks like she has like a couple different guys um and then at one point the girls are all um like on a balcony and they say Fuck I love Palmer. love that part and I thought that was funny because they're like clearly mad at him and um uh, they send the girls off have they ever done that before no to like Casa Casa more style yeah so I'm sure that that's why they do it and I, they haven't ever done that before so I just think yeah that's really really funny but yeah, just like I, I thought I'd get a shout out I just didn't know it'd be that type of shout out but I also think that it's like a play on 
Um, did you watch Chad Johnson's season of Bachelor in Paradise when he leaves and he says, fuck you, Chris Harrison? I think it's like a play on that, too. He's so gross. I know. He is totally gross. But <laughs> yes, I did watch that. He like shit his pants on that season. Yeah, he did. Because he was so wasted. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I... Yeah. Chad Johnson, for those of y'all who don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, he well, also was on X on the Beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then who was he dating on X on the Beach? Nicole. Nani's cousin. Okay. Nicole Ramos. And then the girl, his ex who came in was that tiny little blonde girl. Like tiny. And then, okay, I think it was, okay, and then he like dated some porn star after that or something. And then he like filmed himself having sex in like a limo, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was just like in the back of a car. In Um, front of JoJo and Jordan. In front of JoJo and Jordan's house. Yeah, that man's twisted. He's on a n- whole nother level. If you want to call him a man. Right? But, yeah. Um, Another thing that stuck out to me was um, somebody says that it's Paradise's first threesome. Um, I missed that. Yeah. So, I don't know if they mean, like, actual threesome or, like, like love triangle, but that's obviously happened before. So, I'm thinking that they yeah. mean, like, threesome, threesome. But yeah, so that's interesting. Um, we see an Ashley and Jared cameo. Um, so that's exciting that we're gonna have some alumni coming back again this season. Um, and then we see two two different engagement rings are shown. So at least it looks like two people propose at the end. Um, at least maybe more. Um, I'm I don't know if you know maybe somebody turns down the proposal. Um, we'll see what, what happens there, but we do get to see, um, two different engagement rings. So is there anybody that you're excited to see? I know you said that you don't know a whole lot of people. No, I don't. And I, I think I noticed Lacey. Yeah. Lace. Um, Lace. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lace. Who's been on it before. She's been engaged on the show before. Oh, yeah. And she got a tattoo of that guy's name. Mm-hmm. Bachelor in Paradise does not have a good track record. And it wasn't his name. It was Grace. It was their names put together. Grant and Lace. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, but no, other than that, I mean, obviously, I'm excited to see the guys who were just on Gabby and Rachel's season. I they probably know them the best. Huh? I on the people I'm most excited to see I wrote down five people and only one of them is Gabby and Rachel's guys okay so who are your five so I'm excited to see Shanae she was messy on Clayton season and it looks like she's gotten herself a couple different guys that are pursuing her this season so I'm excited to see Shanae I'm super excited to see Brandon he's like one of my favorites I love him he should have been Michelle's pick but that's okay he's on paradise now at least we get to see him again i am excited to see jacob of course um i'm excited to see serene and i'm excited to see victoria she's just a name that we haven't seen in a while and um she's messy i like her um okay jacob like from this season yeah 
Oh, okay. So he's on. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he was, was a, like the George of the Jungle thing. Yeah, someone called him Tarzan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh, that'll be fun. It's okay. Cool that I'm excited to see um, this season on Bachelor in Paradise. So, what were your top two moments of the episode? Okay, so one of mine was at the end was all the bloopers. I always find the bloopers hilarious, and I wish they showed more of them. Because I think some people, like, it's easy to forget that, I mean, how, I mean, everyone knows how edited it is, but it's just funny to see them, like, when they're natural and they have to, you know, do a, do a retake and whatnot. I cannot believe they aired the one with Gabby farting. Oh my gosh. She talked about that on the clickbait podcast. Was she mad about that? She's, she was like, I can't believe that was aired, but um, they were talking about like, that just like shows like how close you were with your producers that you were like comfortable enough to like be like that. And she was like, yeah, like, I don't think she was happy that they aired that, but she also had like a good attitude about it. Okay, I was I was just shocked that they did. Sounds like Chinese food. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit like over, you know, you know. But anyways, I love bloopers, so that was one of mine. And then the other one I really liked was when after Nate was addressing all his the social media allegations, mm-hmm. when Alex stepped up and was like, you know, there's you know, truly great men make other people better, and this man right here has made me a better person. And I really do think, like, everyone in the house loved Nate. I do think he's a good guy. I think so, too. And I'm glad that somebody else stood up for him, too, because I still think that Nate is in the front running for Bachelor. I'll take it. You know, he was my favorite, so. Yeah, same. Um, Okay, so I I agree with you. I didn't have, like, that specific moment, but just, like, Nate's hot seat in general um, was one of my favorite moments. I thought that he just... um, presented himself so well and then I also have Michelle's notes here and that was one of her favorite moments too so all three of us are kind of on the same page there we are team Nate over here on the reality served real podcast yes ma'am um and then my other top favorite moment or was um the paradise promo just because I was gonna guess I was gonna be like let me guess because <laughs> I haven't I haven't looked at the notes I was gonna be like I know it's paradise yes it was paradise I just I'm I'm so excited for it it's like half of the reason why I watch the bachelor and the bachelorette is so that I'm more invested in paradise when it comes around because that show is great well I told you I don't know if I said it on the podcast but I told you that when I started watching The Bachelor again, it was because for some reason, I think it was season two or three, Paradise was on mm-hmm. and I got hooked on it. It was already halfway over, but I didn't know any of the people. So mm-hmm. it was that I started watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette again so I could know the people who were on Paradise. It's crazy how much Bachelor content the Bachelor Nation like producers give us. Because if you think about it, between filming between um, airing these three shows and yeah, filming and airing these three shows, we literally have, if you follow spoilers, Bachelor content nine months out of the year. We get a three month break. Wow. So, I mean, and that's like, I think, I think people who don't 
fall of spoilers get a little bit more of a break because there's a little bit of time between when things air but yeah if you are if you're a spoiler person then your season starts early and yeah speaking of spoilers i'm not going to give anything away here but did you have do you know spoilers for this season yeah mm-hmm did you see the- remember i texted you and i was like okay give me some spoilers and did then i started you- looking them up okay that's what i thought yeah i couldn't remember if that was you or michelle but um okay did you see the updated spoiler today? No. I will um I will send that to you as okay. soon as we're done here. Yes. ASAP. Because that's some interesting stuff. I can't wait for next week. I'm excited. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, okay. So what is your least favorite moment? Okay, so my number one least favorite moment was Hayden and Chris not even having the balls to show up for the reunion. And like I was going to talk about that before. I didn't even think about the fact that maybe they weren't invited. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. I know maybe they, they wanted, you said they wanted maybe some buzz Mm -hmm. for them not being there. Uh But I think, I mean, people wanted to hear what those men had to say. I know, so, that's true. I think they definitely wanted them there. And I think they're the P word for not showing up. Yeah. Okay. Um, but other than that, I didn't really have another worst moment. Like, um, I did think my... I wasn't really happy with Mario when he told Gabby, like, he felt like she wronged him because she kept Logan when he had just joined. And I can, I don't know. He was the first impression rose person. So I can see why he was hurt, but he just came off kind of like, yeah, still like bitter about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't seem like he was totally a hundred percent, like all in on her. So that was kind of hypocritical. I thought. I agree. Yeah, I wasn't so, like, in love with her. Yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't, I was kind of like, eh, Mario, that's not a good look. But I don't know. Other than that, the rest of the guys I thought were, I thought they were a lot nicer than the Mintel all I've seen in the past. Um. Yeah, so I put that, I didn't like the fake drama. I always, like, if you're going to have, I, it's like real conversations and have them. I think there was less fake drama in this particular men tell all than there has been in the past. And definitely the women tell all. I know when we were off here, I, I mentioned this a little bit, but I don't like the men tell all because paradise is already filmed. And a lot of them are already over it because they've moved on um, and had like a whole nother love show filming experience since the bachelorette. Um, and I hate the women tell all too, because that one is like a bachelor in paradise audition for them where they're just like super over dramatic trying to get airtime. So, yeah. yeah so it's like two opposite ends of the spectrum. It, exactly. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I, it's just not my favorite episode. Um, but then my other least favorite moment was when Meatball poured all that sauce all over him. I just, I'm over that. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mind that. 
I don't know. It's oh my god! Silly, but... That guy who was on Colton season, and I remember like, I watched Colton season. And I remember him asking Colton if he was gay. Wait, what? I don't remember, remember that. Remember, yeah, the two guys that came out, the actors who are they were promoting their new movie. Oh yeah, and I remember when Colton was on his. His mm-hmm. date. I don't remember if it was a one-on-one or group date, but I remember him like, "Are you gay?" And it was like so awkward because people had already said something. Of course, because he was a virgin and a football player and this and that, people were like, "I bet he's gay," you know, because he hadn't had sex. And I think when he was talking about being a virgin, that guy asked him. He was like joking, like, "Are you gay?" Okay, I don't know. I. I could be confused right now, but I feel like I recently saw something of Colton with that guy and they bring up that moment. Was that yeah. on was that on this? That's what that was not on this. No, that wasn't on this. I mean they talked about that moment, but Colton wasn't they didn't like flash back to it or anything. I don't know. But since we did bring up um movie promos, I will say that that was the bros commercial was one of Michelle's least favorite moments. Why? Just because it was a plug. Yeah. Well, she doesn't say. It just says bros commercial. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I just asked it. you that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then her other one was the cruise reveal being life changing Oprah moment. <laughs> that's funny that she put that too because that's such a bachelor thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, now they're like, I don't think they've ever given away like a cruise or anything before, but just like the the dramatics of it is what I mean. Yeah, I thought it was cool they gave away the cruise, but yeah, I agree with her. On I the mean, lead. is it cool that they gave away the cruise? I mean, it is cool that they gave away the cruise, but they have to use it by the end of 2022. So it's like, hey, here's a free cruise, but you got to use it in the next three months. Hope you can swing it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if they can sell it if they can't go <laughs> sell the package. Right? I don't know. Um. Okay, so who are your best dressed this episode? Okay, my best dress, and even though I don't like her, was Victoria Fuller. Okay. I loved her little black strapless jumpsuit. I'm a all-black girl, though, and I think... <laughs> I think you'll see on my next on, on the next show we're about to recap my best dress is something like that too oh. I don't know I just thought it was sleek and she looked awesome in it she still has that freaking bitch face though she, she was just sitting there with this bitch face resting face <laughs> that's funny um okay so my best dress I thought that there were everybody looked super sharp but there were three people that stood out for me um Quincy was wearing this like black jacket and a white shirt and I just thought that he looked super fine and Jordan V was wearing this like sharp like gray jacket with a black shirt and I thought that he looked like very put together and nice and then um Nate I thought he looked great he had the green jacket with the white shirt the pearl necklace and then what's it called like a lapel I think the little pin um, and yeah on I thought that was um I thought he looked I thought they uh, that those three all looked really good um and Is then Quincy on paradise I don't know I would have to God, I, yeah. I like him um yeah me too I like him a lot um Michelle's best dress was also Nate 
okay, so how about your MVP and your LVP then? Um, I put my MVP as Nate. Shocker. Um, just we've already talked about it, how he handled the hot seat and everything. And I am so sorry. My son just got home from school and walked inside and he thought I was on the phone with his with Mitch. And so he thought it'd be funny to come out and just let out five farts in a row. So if anyone <laughs> heard that, he just opened the door and like did that. And I was like, I just muted. I go, I'm recording my effing podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh my God, I thought you were talking to dad. Um, yeah. So speaking of our like farting thing earlier, um, anyways, um, anyways, Nate was my MVP. And then my LVP was Roby. I just hated everything that came out of his mouth. He's uh, just, I think he was the only guy that was. Did you say Roby? Yeah. Is that not his name? Yeah, no, that is his name. Uh, that's who me and Michelle both had too. Did y'all really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roby sucks. Okay, so who was your MVP? Okay, so I'm just going to say Michelle's first was Avon. And then mine, and you're going to hate this, but I wrote Victoria Fuller. And the reason it is because A, she wasn't announced to the cast. And B, in the Bachelor in Paradise trailer, we do not see her one single time. And she still got invited to the men, men tell all. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good reason. So that's who, yeah, my MVP was Victoria and my LVP was Roby. Um, okay, so is there anything else that you want to say about The Bachelorette before we move on to FBoy Island? No, but I want that spoiler as soon as we're done. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, so FBoy Island. Um, the elimination continued from last week. And we see Louise saying Mercedes. And then she, like, pauses, and we see him all shocked because he thinks he's going home. And then she says, I'm giving you a second chance. Boo. Um, I so wanted to tell you that, last because remember you thought you yeah. said you were eliminated. And Michelle was like, oh, well, it was kind of a cliffhanger. You're like, oh, yeah, it was. But I was like, I want her to hurry up and watch because, you know, I've already watched him. I was like, I want to tell her so bad. And I asked you, I said, you, can I spoil it for you? Spoil? Do you want spoilers? You're like, I've gotten this far. I don't want any. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I watched half. I got so far. I watched half of the mansplain episode, and then I saw what happened on the mansplain episode, and I and then Brent came over, and I wasn't gonna like make him watch a show that I didn't even have to podcast about yet. They, they so, spoiled it <laughs> since I was ahead, so I like stopped watching it, and so I looked at the spoilers because. <laughs> I was just I I was just like so shocked by what we saw. I'm sorry, that's an episode ahead, but that's not and you called that too, like three I or did. three episodes ago. I did, I did. So that's cool. I um, wanted to tell you that then too. I was like, oh, I want to tell her so much. <laughs> so I do know, I don't know if I know all of the spoilers, but I do at least know like some things that happen. But yeah, okay. So um with her cho with Louise choosing Mercedes 
Aaron gets eliminated. So then we go on to Tamaris, and sh- she eliminates um, Jabrain and Jabrian. I love him. And I think I just spelled that wrong. Oops, I'm sorry. Um, so I like read it wrong, but I I know his name is Shavri. <laughs> Anyways, that's like me with Avon or Avon. Uh, uh, yeah, and Tamaris is like surprisingly very very emotional about this, for it being like top four and what we've seen. I mean, if this was like top four Bachelorette, like yeah, like all those girls cry, but this is different. I feel like. So we have um Kian, Mercedes, and Asante staying. And we have Brayden, um, Jabrian, and Aaron leaving. So then we have some group dates. Do you want to talk a little bit about the dates? Yeah. So Mia's date, um, she took, you know, there's just three left for each girl. So she took um, her final three, Danny, Ken, and Peter, out on the beach. And they were flying kites. Um, she picked some Danny. She picked Danny for some one-on-one time, and it looked like within a couple minutes, here comes Peter, kind of just loitering around their little area, trying to listen, find his kite. And she's like, "Do you just want to join?" So he sits and joins, and she's like, "Kian, why don't you just come on over too?" So now it's the three of them. They're feeding each other grapes. It was just poor Danny. It was just so, it was just awkward and weird. I know. Um, I feel bad for Danny here too. I did too. So we didn't really see anyone on one time with her, anyone. Louisa's date, and she took Benedict, Mercedes, and Nick golfing. Um, she made a statement how she wants Benedict, Benedict to step up and kind of pursue her. Um, Okay, so one thing that I thought was really interesting about what she says about Mercedes is she says, Mercedes and I have that extra step. What extra step? What have, what have, what have you done, guys done that uh, gives you that extra step? Oh, do you think she meant physical? I, I don't know. I mean, what... As far as, like, the emotional realm of things, I feel like they're all kind of, like, on the same page of expressing their feelings. So I don't know what extra step she could be talking about. You know, Louise has been like this before in past episodes, but I realized this episode, she is very much, she wants an F boy Mm -hmm. and she thinks an F boy equates to this like hot, like sexual, Mm -hmm. you know, she's very sexual and, Mm -hmm just this almost lustful thing yeah um so i think that's why she's so attracted to mercedes and just kind of like i think that both her and well really all three of them are like the type of girls that think they can tame an f-boy yeah i think every girl thinks that don't Don't you think I don't know. I don't think that every girl thinks that they can tame an F-boy, but, like, or at least not to the level that they do. 
Because I think that they think that they're like kind of hot shit and like they can like oh, have yeah, definitely under, that. under their spell. Which like I'm not saying that as a bad thing because I, I really enjoy all three of these girls. Um but yeah, not, not None of them, none of them seem to want an, a nice guy. No, I think Mia is the most down to earth. Louisa's just, as you can tell throughout our recaps, has just been bugging me more and more every episode. And I think Louisa, um, maybe even her like need for an F boy and like thinking she can tame them. It's really weird because I feel like she feels like she can tame Mercedes, but at the same time, I feel like she's like kind of insecure. I was just going to say, I think girls or women or whoever, they want to know that a guy will change for them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I can change this guy mm -hmm. or he'll change for me. Yeah. I think it's part ego and part an insecure, an insecureness in all of us mm -hmm. or in any, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I totally agree with that insecure comment. Um, but anyway, so they, um, Nick is just pretty much out of the picture. Bless his heart. Like Benedict's Mercedes are helping Luis with her form, but Benedict does not step up to steal her way, but Mercedes does to talk and really they just make out the whole time. And that's about that on that date. And then to Maris's date, she takes them to a Kama Sutra yoga and Pilates um studio where basically they're just doing sexual yoga poses um with her so much fun body. though huh i feel like that would be so much fun i mean i like yoga but to like do it with like a partner and like not necessarily even like in some of the sexual positions that they had but just like even in general sometimes they do that on like bachelor in paradise as paradise states and stuff like that but yeah, there was that one with like JoJo and Chase, and that was hot. Yeah, and I feel like that one. Yeah, yes. So I feel I don't know. I I've never I've never done yoga with a partner like that before, but I think it would be so much fun. No, I think it'd be cool too. Just I, if I was on a three on one date, watching that would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm literally wearing a shirt that says Namaste right now, so huh? I'm Perfect. into this. I'm into this date. <laughs> Um, so Tamaris, I seems to me has the best connection with Casey on this date. They do a cute little, they're in some little pose and they do a cute little kiss. Um, but yeah, that's about it for the group dates. Okay. So then we see, um, Limbro. And I was really disappointed with this Limbro episode. Um, like whatever, because she like gives him this, like, joke of a lie detector test and I really wish that they would have actually given them a real lie detector test because <laughs> I think that would have been like really fun and telling but um yeah so she says that it's state-of-the-art coconut technology and uh Mikey D says that he has too much Botox in his uh forehead to to do this um like and, and I don't know, like not tell a lie or like have, have showing that he's telling a lie or something. Um, one of the questions is like, do you wear a condom? Are you wearing one right now? And it says that the, it's like lying for both of those, which like, 
maybe the condom maybe not but like also like obviously like i was not wearing a condom right then and it said he was lying um and then she says like name three female comics besides myself and i can't remember who she said that to but whoever was just killed it and named like mikey yeah said that to mikey killed it he just like says like a bunch of different people she's like huh not bad and then yeah i like that very yeah i thought that was funny and then at the very very end nico asks um if he passed and nikki just looks at him she's like it's made of wood you idiot so he like thought that it was real and he was like taking it seriously (laughs) so that's kind of limbro um it was kind of a cute funny segment i guess but i really wish that they would have given him an actual lie detector test because i think that that would have been way more revealing and fun Um, you know I 100% think if there's more seasons of this, that Mikey is going to come back because he has been the star of Limbro. And I bet they bring him back. I think he's funny as shit. Yeah. Or at least, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess we haven't seen any of these guys yet on a spinoff show, but, I mean, it's bound to happen. We're going to see one of these guys wind up on The Challenge or X on the Beach for sure. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, we X on the like beach. Temptation Island onto X on the Beach, so I don't see why they wouldn't start pulling from FBoy Island too. Yeah, I would actually like that. I would love to see Mikey on X on, yeah, X on the Beach. Mikey for X on the Beach. Um, okay, he's got to do another show. He's just too good. I know I he he is. I like him a lot. Um, and same with Garrett. I'd like to see Garrett on X on the Beach too. Honestly, I mean, he was. Like, a total D-bag, don't get me wrong, but he's good TV. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then we get down to the elimination ceremony, and it is when the girls each have to say who their top two guys are, so there's no, like, bottom two or anything like that. So um, all of the guys have to tell the girls why they should stay. Um, Tom reads his journal, and to me, that was, like, the only kind of – um significant thing that any of the guys said it was kind of all stuff we've already heard like we we let like they like you you know we hear like Casey and Tamaris go back and forth with their like ish and you know it's 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 Danny did say that basically he said he wanted to marry Mia that's true I guess that was pretty that's true I didn't I haven't heard him like say that before so at the end of the show like they don't get engaged so it's not like you're on the bachelor so saying something like that is like big yeah that's what i thought too so i don't think it's any surprise to anybody who was eliminated this episode louise's top two guys are benedict and mercedes and nick gets eliminated um Mia's top two guys are Peter and Danny, and Kian gets eliminated. Tamaris's top two guys are Casey and Tom, and Asante gets eliminated. So we have Nick, Kian, and Asante all gone now with each of the girls in their top two guys. Going into next week's Mansplain, which I cannot wait to talk about, but we'll be there next week. Don't worry. Uh, We'll have a a good one. Next next week, we're going to have to talk about so much when we cover this um the these segments because it's the mansplain episode which i like definitely want to talk about but we also have a two night episodes of the bachelorette to cover too from these fantasy suites which i have not watched yet this week 
I'm behind as usual. So yeah, I'm behind too, but only a little. Um, that's okay though. Well, we will catch up and we will um, get everything to you as quickly as we can. Our plan for this week um, after we drop this episode, we will be recording another episode um, very soon about um, the Challenge USA and the finale of All-Star Shore. And then um, we will also be talking about this week's episode of the Challenge USA 2. So you'll get two episodes of the Challenge USA in one with that finale of All-Star Shore. And then um, we will also be talking a little later this week about that uh, F-Boy Island and Bachelorette Fantasy Suites episode that I just, episodes, I should say, that um, we just talked about. So that's what's coming for you later this week. We have plans to catch up and we will be catching up soon. But in the meantime, what were your top two moments this episode? Okay, so my top um, two moments were... Um, and they're just little ones. I mean, but um, when Jay Brand got eliminated, and him and Benedict and him talking about their friendship and their little bromance, those are my two favorite guys. And I think it's so cute that they got so close and were such good friends. Um, also, one of my doll's favorite moments was it. Mm-hmm. And then my other one, you actually already talked about. I thought it was freaking hilarious when Nikolai was like, did I pass? And Nikki's like, this is made out of wood, you idiot. Um, Yeah. That's really funny. I had already mentioned that, but I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, no, no, no. That was really funny. For sure. And then, okay, so for me, my favorite moments were when Mercedes helps. Louise with her golf stance and puts his um like hands on her hips and Nick says hey man watch your hands <laughs> yeah I didn't catch that that's cute oh uh, was really funny especially because like obviously Nick is like her third guy and so I don't know I just thought it was hilarious and then they like go and make out like right behind them like right after that hilarious Oh, Nick even said, like, Benedict was like, I feel like the backup. And Nick was like, I'm the backup to the backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, my other favorite moment was Nikki talking to the girls um, on, like, the little yoga pillows. And before the, like, final two um, ceremony. And talking to, and she's talking to Tamaris about regretting sending Nico home. And for me, it's weird that this keeps coming up. And it seems like they might bring him back. I know I've said that um, before, but um, I feel like there is not enough time for him. So, like, we're so close to the end. So, I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. But, um, yeah. Yeah, there's only two episodes left. Right. Exactly. That's a lot of catching up to do because he's been gone for a few weeks now. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then how about your least favorite moments? Okay, so mine was, and I'm not going to get in a rant about this, but Tom losing his shit. Like, I'm over Tom. Like, he's weird. I just, I don't know. He talks to Maris at the cocktail party, and he thinks it brings them so much closer, and it didn't. She thinks 
I think it turned her off even more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Benedict was funny. He's like, sorry, Tom, we need to get you back home. Right. Um, and Benedict is a hundred percent correct. <laughs> and then my other worst moment. That was, was my worst moments too. Just saying it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just very like said, like, watch. She only seems to care about me when I have less clothes on. Clothes on. Yep. I wrote that down and he feels just like, just a sexual item to her. I don't know. It was just so weird. Um, and then my other one was poor Danny. He's so cute. He likes Mia so much. And I just feel like she's just giving her attention to Peter. I know. So that worries me. Uh, so those are my two. Okay. So I had a few things that I didn't like, um, but one thing that I guess like that wasn't already said that I didn't like was Peter crashing me as one-on-one time during the group date. I thought that that just showed how immature he is. Yeah. And so I did not like that at all. And I did all, I also did not like Mercedes, um, on their one-on-one portion in his confessional right after he says i could sit back shit the bed and still beat these guys i could literally do nothing and still win and i hate that he uses the word win because it just like makes it seem like a game and it is a game kind of but i just i don't like that i'm not here for that at all um so i guess that's two but i have one more (laughs) Um, I don't like, and the only reason why I think it's because I'm so used to like the bachelorette and like kind of comparing the two and it's so opposite, but Tamara's at this point has three men left and she, when she's talking about Tom and maybe if she was talking about somebody else, she'd feel differently. But I kind of think that this is just kind of Tamara as a whole, but she has three men left and she thinks that it's too soon to be talking about potentially um moving to be together after or like what a life would look like after the show and I think that at this point she should be thinking about that with these men I know it shocks me that she said that I'm like aren't you here for like a serious real relationship right so I didn't really I'm sorry I love Tamaris but that I think this is getting a little too real for her and yeah I feel I kind of, I don't want to say I feel for Tom because I'm kind of over Tom, but like, I don't know. I just, I did not, I was, I was not a fan of that. You should have just let him go a long time ago. I mean, maybe not a long time ago, but yeah, like, like, love, love, like he is obsessed with her and she like clearly, like, I think she likes him, but she doesn't love him. Oh, 100% not. Um, okay, so who was your best dress this episode? Okay, so this is really weird for me. I do want to say I loved at the elimination Mia's dark blue 